See, this is when you're talking in. In, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Fine. J- I, j- I'm pointing it. it out now Speak so you understand. Face. I got it. Yeah. You got it? I wouldn't have a problem with it if it would be edited out of the there podcast. There you go. Now but you're projecting. I know it's not going to be edited out of the podcast, so I don't need fucking lessons <laughs> during the podcast. Got it? Sure you do. I can't edit you out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kaylin Smith. I am the artist of Bloom and uh, co-creator of Hope. And you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi, Paul. And I'm joined here by, I don't know, he's kind of cranky. I think he needs a ride, Hatter. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Almost Live, and And Psychic Psychic Massage Josh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to talk about books that came out on the July 17th. Is that right? Yep. Because uh, I have no idea what date it is today. In twenty, it's, it's the day before the 50th anniversary of landing on the moon. Today, tomorrow, right? tomorrow. Is it, yeah, oh, is it tomorrow? tomorrow? Yes, it's, today's the 19th. Yes, there's 20th. new, there's new cool, uh, commemorative uh, uh, stamps for the moon, and they're they're reflective. Wait, people still use stamps. No, they just buy them like comic books, and then they slab them. You oh. know, they get them graded. Yeah. What kind of loser collects stamps? Let's talk about comic books. <laughs> a different type of loser. You know, ones that are calling my store on Tuesday. Uh, do you have this? You have Captain Marvel. Yeah, the, the the great. Do you have Captain Marvel 8? Um, my store missed me on it. Uh, doesn't come out till tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, my store's going to miss me on it, and I, I really want to read it. It's like, have you read the first seven? Because... Nobody else did. It, it, it's it's amazing the stories that come up. Oh yeah, I I just want to read it and oh I I just like the cover. Do you have the Carnage cover? Um, you know I just like that cover. <laughs> it's it's stunning. All right, um, we're gonna. Wh- which one do we want to start off with? Hulk. Hulk. Oh, I forgot there was a Hulk book. All right, Immortal Hulk. 21 legacy number 738 um this is a uh um oh 14 general 14 uh pretty much his backstory we get we get everything through this uh he is pretty much getting ready to extract the abomination and uh, we get backstory of how he gets to this point and uh, each little pivotal moment in his life. Um, it's told well. It reads well. The art is different. S- it's not different. Yeah, it's it's not, ser- it, it's, but it's serviceable. Yeah. There's nothing wrong you know, with this art. It, it's it just, works. It's so and drastically it's, different than what we've been getting. And the fact that it's different uh, kind of works because it's a backstory anyway. So I think... I think that uh, that part of it works. We get everything from his early childhood. And then, of course, we get snippets into his mission on 
extracting the abomination uh, husk, I guess, right? Because that's all that's really left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it almost seems like they made a Rick Jones burrito out of it. Like they just wrapped Rick Jones' body in the abomination skin and... Is that how you took it from the last time? Yeah, with that. <clears throat> I look, mean, I thought they were kind of morphed together. It kind of seemed that way, but it's, it's like 14, a living suit of armor. A, I mean, that's what yeah. it becomes at the end of this yeah. book, anyway. Yeah. And we also get to see the Redeemer armor come back, right? Which we haven't seen since the, what the Peter David run four hundred. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, so is fourteen killing everybody through? Are they all dying? No, he's or not. Is this, no. He's frozen. Well, that's that's Crusher Creel. Yeah. So he hits him with fentanyl, and he turns into fentanyl. Okay. Because he's Crusher Creel. All right, and then uh, the rest get hit with some uh, sort of uh, sedation. The only ones he actually kills are. Uh, well, well, he kills. Lank- he kills Lankowski and and Walter. Samson. Yeah. Like Samson he rips, can't die though. Right, and that's how I. But and I don't now think he's alluding to. Either. I don't think so either. But yeah. he's alluding to him that he is because he doesn't have gamma anymore. Yeah, but it's anyone that's ever been touched by gamma that's been coming back to life anyway. So I feel like he's still going to come back. I, I I buy that. I I think the same thing. I don't think he's really going to stay dead. Yeah. Um. um and when then he, pretty much at the end when he gets the abomination uh husk it comes alive and takes him over and now we have abomination 14 14 i i don't i don't i don't know what they're going to end up calling this so i guess this is technically a first appearance of whatever that is that is um it was good yeah uh written well i I enjoyed it um so you know, again, wow, another good Hulk book. What a surprise. Only a few more issues left in this run. Is that confirmed? All but. So Three. not confirmed. It's They're going to launch with another number one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so there can be 40 more covers? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, Dave. Because they are going to need overtime that cow. week. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dave. I got the one in 500 cover. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. Not on my salary. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. I'm going to review Invaders number seven. Uh, By Chip Zdarsky. Yeah. Is that? Wow. He is on fire this week. It's all mm-hmm. Zdarsky. Yeah. yeah. This was not bad. No. Um, it's. Basically, an argument between Tony and Cap, and we find out that the sidekick kind of is almost in Namor's head. The the one that we think is Tommy. Is he real? Because the way I was reading it, it's almost like he's like a figment of his imagination because nobody else sees him. Anybody else read it, or is it just me? No, I read it. Oh, look, I got the carnage. Nice. You did too. Yeah. Um, But apparently uh, 
Atlantis has opened up its borders to the people that have been hit by the virus. Or well, that was that was always the plan. They're right. They're so so they they're they're playing up the humanitarian effort to try and help these people. Um, but they've also hit a village in Russia. Oh, it's not a village. It's a city. It's a city. Yeah. And they're flashing back to them dealing again with the war and. The Red Skull this time, right? Yeah. So, no, it, it was good. Um, but the big reveal, of course, at the end is they have this Russian city and the UN at this point is ready to kind of go to war. Yep. But no. I mean... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he then... Uh, they retrieve something and it's like a snake crown it's the serpent helmet it's what gave him the amnesia in the first place back in like the 80s run when he was running around didn't know who he was uh but it's it's bad mojo is what it is yeah i mean it he even his sidekick even says you're basically invincible now yeah and like and the whole reason i'm thinking this this sidekick is is in in his head is because they do reference him coming unhinged and like nobody that addresses him really like addresses this like his number two you know what i mean like so that's that's why i'm thinking it might be a figment of his imagination yeah it, it very well could be but no uh this 12 part right i believe so yeah that's what i thought all right, from one Zdarsky book to another, uh, Daredevil, number eight, Leggy, 620. A lot of exposition in this one. Oh, yeah, a whole lot of exposition. Yeah. Um, mm. So the bookstore owner that... When did this start with her? Last issue. Was it just last issue? Yeah. Okay. No, I think a couple issues ago is when we met her. Was it? Two or three almost, I think. Because I was going to ask you guys, like, it seems like every time she pops up, she's gained more weight. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. she gains weight this in book, this issue. Yes. Throughout this issue, yeah. When they're eating dinner, it's like she's larger. And I, I was like, what the fuck? I thought she was like a smoke show the first time she showed up. And then Matt Murdock was like, oh, she's not into me. Because well, that's what weird or whatever. But we find out why in this issue. Yeah, so she invites him to dinner and... Turns out, uh, well, she invites him to dinner because she she's a has a big Italian family. She's yeah. like, oh, this is this is totally normal. We always bring people in for dinner, um, and then reveals that you know her husband's going to be there. So that's why he figures that that's why she w- never really had the hots for him. But that's never stopped you, Josh. Correct? Always <laughs> 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 <Holy> psychically. <laughs> uh, so he goes to dinner. <laughs> He goes to dinner. Or, nice deflection. He goes to dinner and uh, finds out that the family is is, yeah, is basically the, one of the biggest crime families yeah. in, in the Hell's well, Kitchen. Well, before all that, too, yeah, we, we do have, get a scene with uh, we have Kingpin talking to the governor, the governor of New York, of New York, and um, we get the Kingpin's plan, right? And uh, his plan is that y- you, he you wants can only, weed. You can well, not only that, but like <laughs> you can only get crazy. so far by being a criminal. Until you have to go legit and basically become someone that's in a, a place of political power, and that you basically the law on your side. That's how you become like a super super criminal because 
you're not breaking the laws if you're making the laws. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's exactly. when that's basically what he's yeah. talking about. And the so, governor's like, again, "Oh well, you know, I tons thought you were going to exposition here, yeah. and I'm I, sure hey, we know who I, I loved to. this scene. This was this was like awesome kingpin stuff. Oh, oh yeah, when well when the best like, the best part of the, is the ending of the scene. Yeah, when, when he like, goes like, and the governor's here. like, "Yeah, I had I had men snipers here ready because I wasn't sure how this was going to go with your reputation." Kingpin's like, "Yeah, my men were behind yours." Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Uh, it, 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 uh, then we rejoined Matt, meeting the family, and uh, the the head of the family, the the mother of uh, the now much larger <laughs> librarian woman. Is it Libra? Libra. Libra yeah. yeah, Libra's family. Um, Libra's family. Okay. Uh, yeah. She's like, they don't like him because he's... He's well, a, next he's district a D, attorney, well, DA, ex, the, ex mayor. Um, the mother knows who he is, who who Matt is. They don't know he's Daredevil, husband, but they know what he they does. They know he's yeah. Matt Murdoch because he was mayor. Yeah, they, they all know he was who the he assistant is. DA. He well, was, the husband did. I, I guess the brother-in-law didn't know, and then I'm right assuming away, the old woman is she's the original one, right? Yeah, she, yeah. We get her backstory. Yeah, we get her backstory, and basically the the mom's like. Listen, you may not realize it or not, but crime's the only thing that keeps Hell's Kitchen being what it is because because otherwise it these, keeps, the super it keeps powerful pro- rich people will basically buy up all the property and jack up the rent. Where yeah. we as we commit crime, which drives the property uh, values, values down, down and allows yeah. people to live without being fucking drained of their bank accounts. So, um, you know, it's she gives like kind of their side of it, like. We're kind of the good guys for being criminals, sort of thing, because we take care of the little guy. Um, and then she reveals to him that Kingpin gave up crime. Yes, and he's freaking out because he knows she's, she's telling not the lying. truth. Yep. Um, but we get the backstory of of the the, the mother of the mother. Um, it's pretty much by the dinner table she. Does her metamorphosis? It is. It's, it's so about bizarre, by the man. time it's like it's a completely well, we different looking that, uh, woman. I actually really like the the, the old lady's backstory Maybe because that character from the West Coast Avengers. Like it's like even when you turn pages here, you yeah. she goes from the when like when she's at the house, she's here. I'm when she's this when like, she's letting him in, hell? and then by the time we get to the dinner table, she's already gained like. 10 pounds and then there's more when she sits down you can't even <laughs> see your jawline in this right fucking it changes panel. there and it's not how she is in the beginning of the book yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it was weird but by far it's not um so but anyway her the the, the, the older mother's backstory is pretty uh i thought was pretty good because she talks about how um she tried to become a, a big player in the crime family and a lot of people she basically got the shit kicked out of her or was raped or something along those lines. Yeah. And then yeah. wanted to send a message by giving the pers- someone cement shoes, which no one had ever done before. But people used to say to her, a, wo- uh, well, the, uh, a woman doesn't belong in the kitchen, referring to Hell's Kitchen, even though right. yeah. other people that are misogynistic will say a woman's only place is in the kitchen sort of thing. So I thought that was a pretty good yeah, spin on it. She was but, pretty much the first one to really do the whole cement shoes because they're like, yeah. I mean, now she's old and withered, but like she was, a, she was a badass back in the day. But um, that's when they reveal that, you know, uh, Fisk went straight and he says, you're lying. That can't be true. And then the, the, the son fucking flips out 
um, don't saying call don't call her a liar. liar. But then and then Matt hears Matt a hears like, gun a, being loaded or yeah. shot, and and he tells everybody to get down. And uh, the the brother-in-law gets uh, gets he, shot. He gets he shot, get killed. But he uh, gets the the shot, old woman uh, falls hip. down, breaks her hip, and um, I mean, if she could slow it on time, <coughs> pretty, pretty pretty handy. Probably will land it softer. Yeah, or someone yeah. psychically massaged her to the ground. <laughs> right. Um, um, so so did you have like PTSD symptoms there when the chair went down? Like oh, oh not the counter. But uh, he's being questioned. Uh, Matt's being questioned by some detectives afterwards, saying, "How did you know about the shooting before it happened?" Because everyone's saying that you, you kind of threw him to the ground before fires re- or shots were even fired. And he's like, "Oh well, no, it was they, they, they must they be mistaken." Just, yeah. And then Cole North shows up, which he knows ahead of time before he gets there. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Cole says that this is Daredevil, or they found. The they found a sniper, but he had a daredevil mask. Yeah, and and Matt's like, no, daredevil's dead. You saw him die. So this was, um, and then at the end we see when the sniper is killed by uh, Owsley, Owl, yeah, the Owl, uh, and um, and they're asking why Cold North's last thing is, why won't he die? Why won't the daredevil die? So is is Owl the Owl setting this up? Is it a message calling card to Daredevil? What it, I'm not I, exactly I, I'm not sure, sure what the mass on. thing's going on there. Yeah, so because clearly he the sniper screwed up. We don't know who he was supposed to. Was he supposed to kill I'm Matt thi- Murdock? I'm thinking no. I'm thinking it was and, supposed to be the mother because she was at that meeting of all the crime bosses, if you remember. Yeah. And, oh, she's the one that had the problem. She's yeah. the one that confronted him, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking he was trying to take her out and because the daredevil has now killed, he's thinking, Hey, it's a perfect way to blame it on the daredevil. Okay. This was, this I can was good. Buy it. Yeah, it was, it was good. Not, not, as good not as good as the uh, other issues have been, but I really right. like this one. Right. Uh, um, I would put it up there with, with I, the better. Ones I ended up one liking this a l- when I was ge- in the beginning. I wasn't sure how much I was going to like this one. I wasn't warming up. To yeah. It, for, but. for it not being a really a daredevil story anymore and more of a Matt Murdock story. Right. It's, it's holding I'm OK up. with that as long yeah. as they're good. Yeah. 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 Only so. complaint is shape shifting woman. Uh, yeah, was, well, it, it's that, funny it was, you said was, that because I so thought this, bizarre. Yeah. Because I, I thought, thought the same thing. I thought the same thing when I was reading. I'm looking at him like going. She's gaining weight as we're going yeah. here. And I, was like, I understand they're in ta- a big Italian family, but like, how much fucking food do they make? It's <laughs> yeah. that pasta. Yeah. It's got to be. <laughs> oh, see, now, see, this is when it. I would have thought Dave would have been back there going, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, you act like he housed an entire large pizza before this podcast. Oh. Wait. Wait the right. medium was not that much smaller than the large. He got the thin crust, too. But it was still a large. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was mo- well, it was mostly cheese. And I mean, as someone that can eat all the cheese, I can I can sympathize, empathize, relate. Anyway, moving anyway, on. moving on. Uh, Loki number one. Really, you read this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, didn't, hi- I didn't hide. I didn't hide. Anyways, you did. Uh, oh, yeah. This this team is. Um, here we go. Written by Daniel Kibblesmith. Awesome. By Oscar. Go ahead. Basaldva. Sure. 
Uh, this wasn't bad, but it was kind of what you would expect. Is uh, is this the same team that did that other Loki miniseries about a year or two ago? I don't know. I didn't read it. Because the art looks very similar. Um, I, think, I think the art fits. Uh, it's it like, reminds it's me Vegas. Of, it's like Joe Fix-It Loki. No. <laughs> that's just where it starts. Okay. So... Uh, it opens up with uh, the character from the kind of the the teaser from um, War of the Realms Omega. Uh, again, Loki had that little the tiny frost giant. His name is Druff. Um, he's kind of keeping an eye on the throne while Loki goes to gamble. Um, Loki's gambling in the, in this new casino in New York where uh, the armadillo is one of the uh, security guards. Um, they go to Loki and like, hey, you've won enough. It's time to leave. And he doesn't want to leave. So Armadillo, you know, does Armadillo things. Um, and we cut to Thor, who's back in Asgard, trying to rebuild it when suddenly what looks like old, old man or old King Thor shows up. And he's in like force ghost form. And he's like, your brother, you must stop him. Um, and Thor's like, is that Odin? Who the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, you know what? I only have one eye now, but I know this is one of your tricks, Loki. So he just blasts him with uh, the hammer, and, and he turns to smoke and disappears. Um, meanwhile, Nightmare from the uh, uh, No Road Home run, he's now just an asshole again, and he decides he wants to take the throne from Loki. So... Um, Thor finds Loki at the casino, takes him back to, uh, um, oh man, I'm drawing a blank on, on the, the Frost Giant land. Jotunheim? Yeah. Take him back there, uh, and, and Thor's, Thor's saying, like, um, you need to, you need to keep an eye on your throne now that you're king. You gotta take this king thing more seriously. You can't just put this pipsqueak in the throne and, and, and have him keep it warm for you. And Loki pulls out the Norn Stones. And enchants a snowman and names him Frosty and says, all right, well, I'm going to have Frosty keep an eye on it. And that's when Nightmare shows up to attack. And while they're getting attacked, Frosty just completely devours Nightmare and is like, uh, you've enchanted me with the ability to poop people out into other planes. So I will just excrete him back into the Nightmare plane when I'm done digesting him. Um, I forgot how terrible this was. This is. was one of the first ones I read. This was truly awful. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Thor's like, all right, well, I'm not going to deal with this shit anymore. And, uh, he takes him to the library that Odin never took him to. And is like, Hey, there's all these stories here that are from the future. Here's your book. If you want to find out how your story ends. And I don't know if Loki reads it or not, but then it cuts to the future where I guess old King Thor is back on the earth that he created in the Thor book in the far distant future. Um, and these kids that look like, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Richards kids, um, find him and say, I think God's dead or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't really care for it too much. Um, but I don't think Loki makes a good main character. Never has. So I'm probably going to keep reading it, but uh, I will not. It's, you know, I, I, I am going to be trying all the books that, that came out of Omega, so, or uh, War of the Realms Omega, because there's another Omega that book this week, so. Um, yeah, new new agents is gonna be. Is that this Age week? Age of X Men Omega. Yeah, there's week? that one too. Yeah. 
Okay. <clears throat> Silver Surfer Black, number two, Donny Cates Boogaloo. Um, His pecs have abs in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a problem with that, Paul? A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I had a problem with... Um, I mean, some of the art here was like, oh, this was better, but then there's one time I think Null uh, stretches out his arm, and <laughs> it's like, how many biceps does he have? It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll get this one where he has two elbows. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. It's like, all right, I, I'm not. I, hey, I dig the art. I love Trad Moore's art. Because this is kind of Silver Surfer. Thi- it's it's what, a, you know, something that deals with the power cosmic should look like. Yeah. Reality we are, should we be as distorted. mere mortals are unable to comprehend what is going on visually. And that's what the, I think the artist is trying to portray here. It's He's doing a great me. job of that. <laughs> it, it's really yeah. starting to grow on me. With, with I, I love the art. Um, Especially for this story. Yeah, it was a little off-putting at first with the first issue, but... I thought this issue was better than the first one. Ah! Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And for that reason, the first one was my pick of the week. This is my pick of the week. This is your pick of the week? Oh, yeah. I... Okay. Um, Nolan uh, Surfer going at it. He's talking about uh, seeing... Our, well, it starts off Null is... Uh, well, he, the, the he last one left off, a he's seen Null. Yeah. And he kno- he knows him because... He's seen him before. He's seen him before. There was a planet right. he went to that was right. basically made of symbiotes, and inside of it was Null. Was he, in, he was caged up in, yeah. the, in the middle. Um, so he, he and that was before. And that was, that was at first, right? Yeah, because we get a flashback then. We start off with the flashback. We get a flashback where he gets to at, when he Null first meets him. And is in there because Surfer is being kind of... The, the symbiotes are trying to take him over or, or hold him hold yeah. him in there. And that's when he sees Null. And, uh, of course, now currently when um, Surfer caught him in the... Uh, well, they, get, they yeah. meet in the black hole... Um, now they're now having the battle and essentially null gets he covers uh with with the symbiotes and then he becomes um what are they what does he call him void knight or something yeah um which is fucking amazing this is where the art pays off i yeah this yeah this works this this part here yeah right now if marvel wants to make some money they make a statue of that your your <laughs> take all your money. Like, I don't care if it's eighty. I fucking love that where he's just standing on the board, kind of at attention. Now we have we have this for about three four panels of this. Yep. So is this technically a first appearance? Because sure. <laughs> he goes away now. I, I think this is the first once the light hits him. Yeah. Yeah, light hits him and someone calls out to him and says Harold, and yep. I thought it was going to be Galactus. Oh yeah, I think that was well, intended. We were, yeah, I think yeah. everyone was led to be thinking it was going to be. So, Galactus. but the light, the light uh, lets him get through. Helps him, helps him get away. And um, uh, uh, Noel gives chase on his uh, symbiote dragon, and uh, uh, the server has to expel more of his uh, his cosmic suit to burn the dragon. And 
it's no longer replenishing, which is the problem. Right. So his right. now his entire arm is blackened. Um, which the panel where the dragon gets blown up is fucking awesome. That was my favorite panel. I don't give a fuck about the first appearance of Void Knight. He just yeah. looks like a xenomorph to me, but this was fucking awesome when he blows up the dragon, like shoots him through the mouth and it just blows up the entire length oh, of the absolutely. dragon. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, but then we see who the voice was that was calling to him and it's it's, and it's, it's ego. ego. Which this page alone is incredible. All those colors and stuff. And then yeah, the, next, like the, next, the next cover of the next issue is just as colorful and fucking crazy. I dig it. Yeah. yeah. I like this one. I like this one a lot more. All right. Punisher, annual number one. Punisher does Punisher things, DX. No. This doesn't. is a Punisher in space story, right? It's a Punisher, J. Oh, that's when they that's up. when they don't know what else to do with the sink, uh, the sequels, and there's always, you know, the I, pinhead in space. And I know I've been yeah. saying Jason I was going to catch space up on this and, 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 and help whoa, you read these, but I saw Jason this was... X was fucking an amazing movie. I didn't, I didn't, I, I paged through this. nitrogen and smashes his fucking head. I paged through this and I, I didn't dig the art and I didn't dig that he was... Punisher in space. I, it's it looked unnecessary. And I think that's the problem we've been having with a lot of the annuals. I disagree. I think some of the annuals have been pretty good. This one was just so far different than what we've been getting in Punisher. That I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't read it, so it, was it worth reading? No. No. I, well, that's seriously. Common. I read it. The only reason I still have it is because it's on my pull list. Does he have the Punisher symbol on his on his underwear? Yes. Oh, is that J. Jonas Jameson? Yes. He has it on his underwear. Oh, I don't boy. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was a ridiculous story that didn't really need to be told. This almost seems so bad that I kind of want to read it now. <laughs> just, just looking you Are those like, sharks <laughs> in space? Yeah. Looking at you, Paige, through this, I'm like, this actually what kind of in does the peak fuck, man. It's so... It, you would like it simply because of the J. Jonah Jameson aspect of it. Okay. I love me some JJJ. Um, I'll probably go back and read this just to see how bad it is. Especially when he's being J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, and he is. He is. Throughout the whole thing. The whole... Like, that's what I loved about Zdarsky's run on um, Spider-Man was... Okay, J. Jonah Jameson's now working with Peter, but he's still at his core, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Okay, so the epilogue looked like it's a return to form for the regular... It, yeah, it, the art switched back. Okay. And it's it's basically a... It, it closes the story out. The backstory closes the front story out. Um, It was all right. It's not something I really needed to read in, in the Punisher run. Yeah, I, I I I like annuals when they set up the next arc, or next kind of or, several arcs. Or when they cover backstory. But when it's just like kind of a really character. weird fucking story, and then it's like, oh, well, the epilogue takes yeah, care like, of it. Uh, it's like I so I, there's thirty pages of fucking weirdness, and then four pages yeah, of like what's coming. I like where they either set up the next story arc, or they give backstory on someone that typically won't get backstory. Right. Like, that's why uh, Detective Annual Number Two with Clayface. Was probably my favorite right. annual to come out in a long time. So in in this one, what it is is, J. Jonah Jameson has basically helped fund this privatized space exploration thing, and they got their candidates to fly the space mission by like a bachelorette type 
reality TV show. Turns out all four of them are like Russian spies. But it doesn't matter because the guy that's running it has made an offer to the brood, which is where he got all his technology to make these giant leaps and stuff like that. So his payback is giving the brood uh, sustainable mates. Well, this does sound so terrible that I have to read it. Yeah. So J. Jonah Jameson basically forces his way onto the shuttle. The Punisher is there to take out the four Russian spies. JJ JJ gets thrown into the console, initiates the launch sequence. They get thrown into space. They take on the brood. Um, they lose the ship. They basically fly the, the space whale back into the atmosphere. <laughs> and the backup story is JJ, JJ going after the guy that took over his radio show. You're really struggling with JJ. I am. I am. Right now, aren't you? I am. So he takes back over his radio show by force. And he's talking about, you know, he's doing an interview with this, this, the, the head of the, uh, the, the company that was doing the privatized space thing. Meanwhile, the Punisher, like, he's like, "You're lucky, my buddy Frank made a promise to me that he wasn't going to kill again." As like the Punisher pops him off, and it's like the end of it is him, uh, Frank, apologizing to Jay Jonah. So. Okay. Say Jay Jonah Jameson. Jay Jonah Jameson. There, I, I just wanted a clip so I can clip it in there so it actually sounds like sounds I like have a, a, yeah have a fucking coherent thought. Uh, Deadpool number fifteen, Leggy three fifteen. I uh, like. Is it. this it? This is Scotty Young's last one on this. Uh, seeing I didn't do it last time. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, this was it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, so again, uh, Scotty's still teasing some big project he has coming up so it starts off with uh a bachelor scene where deadpool has one daisy to give to self the person who's going to finally kill him and we get all the characters throughout the run i mean you have Z- uh zaggy pig is that yeah zaggy was ziggy's cousin you have kill puddle you have all these ones and then he, they wake him up and he is just chilling in a kiddie pool and he's like you know the pool's kind of getting hot boiling actually and Mephisto comes up and drags him to hell and the best part of it is Weird Al's like uh, or Weird Al Blind Al Blind Al's like uh, kind of blind what the fuck's it, going it, on it's not, it's not fake the blindness is real yeah. <laughs> what just happened so he's drawn down there and he's uh, going back and forth with Weasel and Mephisto has a deal for him. He doesn't want him to just be a merc. He wants him to be hit basically death. Yeah, his, so, his soul collector. His soul collector. So Deadpool's like, why the hell would I do that? And Mephisto's like, well, it's easy. I'm going to give you all your memories back. And he remembers he has a kid. So he's like, well fine I guess I have to do this and just do me one favor well it does get to that point he, he's seeing this and he's like okay I'll do this but one favor I want I want to forget all this again because me knowing this is not good for them he sees the future where he apparently has two daughters something like that yeah because there's a second daughter 
that they become uh, superheroes as well. And that's if he takes a deal. Yeah. So he does. He takes a, He finally like. If he doesn't take the deal, uh, is it Ellie? Ellie, yeah. Turns into the Soul Collector, mm-hmm. which the Good Knight is waiting to, like, influence her into that. Yeah. So he um, he takes the deal, and Weasel's return to life is like, uh, can I get out of here and. Uh, Deadpool's ex is like, no, I'm not giving you a ride. If you don't get off our lawn, I'm going to fucking kill you. So he's trying to obviously get food and stuff. And he's like, um, why? Oh, I don't have he, any money. He had, yeah. Well, no, he has cash. Yeah. He has no credit card. The supermarket won't take a credit card or cash. won't take cash. And Deadpool pays for it. He's like, wait, aren't you supposed to be with Mephisto? He's like, yeah, but you know me. I'm never a hold down the job kind of person and I did the whole hand of an evil thing because in uh, a Deadpool team up, team up it's actually I think 883 he's actually the uh, Herald, Herald of Galactus, of Galactus. Um, but basically Mephisto gets so fucking sick of him he sends him back and uh, Negasonic's like really they kicked you out already and then he goes on uh, one la- last little rant and he's like well, let's see what's next for me. So, uh, Scotty has a very good uh, letter in the back. Yep. I, you know, this was one of his characters he's always wanted to do. Um, and then the next time we'll see Deadpool is uh, Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool, which is Frank Thierry. I'm not looking forward to that because I just don't. It, he's never done it for me as a writer. Uh, that's who's on Deadpool next? Okay. Yeah. Well, the Absolute Carnage. I. Are they miniseries or one-shots? Because I'm thinking the Immortal Hulk is a one-shot. Some of them are one-shots. The Deadpool one is a mini. I think it's like a three-issue mini. mini. Okay. But no, uh, I enjoyed Scotty's run. I know the sales weren't great on it. Uh, I don't know why, because it was... was If it can get me into buying a Deadpool book... Yeah, I mean, it was solid writing. Uh, There was no real storyline. It was one-off issues, which I've always enjoyed for Deadpool. He was doing more mercenary kind of stuff which was always good but I'm interested to see who they put on it next um, I'm holding out hope for Donny Cates but <laughs> alright uh, Spider-Man life story number 5 the the, the odds <clears throat> um, it starts in 2006 where uh, what's the vampire guy's name um, Moreland. Moreland. Yeah, that's, uh, kills, that's part of the Straczynski run. This is the. This is. Uh, no, this is. Um, Spider Verse. Sh- yes, all the all the Moreland stuff was Spider Verse. Well, because he, he talks about. I thought this all started with Ezekiel. Well, it does, but the 2006 was the whole Spider Verse stuff because that's when he was killing all the spider. Uh, characters throughout all the okay. Well, he kills uh kills Ben Riley in this at the beginning, and the whole world is revealed that uh, Spider Man was Peter Parker. Uh, meanwhile, the real Peter Parker is kind of retired, living on a farm uh, with with MJ and his kids. He's gone all Rick Grimes with the beard. Yeah. Um. When uh his son Benji, which I don't know. Benji's a, a dog's name, isn't it? 
I don't. Anyway, I, I, that, that's, I don't it's know. I, I, a nickname. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, they find out that Spider Man's dead, <laughs> and his daughter kind of gives him shit. Like, look, you have these powers. You have a responsibility. And, and I know you still have the mask because because of what you time did you were in New York. Yeah, and we get a brief panel of uh, him holding up the wreckage of the World Trade Centers, which I thought they handled that really well. It was short and like sweet. This. They didn't try yeah. to make it yeah. like super political and stuff. Um, and uh, I, I do have a big complaint about this book. It's really fucking, it's stupid, but it's a complaint of mine. I'll get to it uh, when we're done. But uh, This is taking place during the first Civil War. Yes. Right. And yeah. it's when Tony's rolling out his... Uh, Superhuman initiative. Superhuman initiative. Um, he runs into Peter, and he's like, "I I know you. Uh, you were Spider Man. Um, you got to sign up, or we're gonna take you in." And he's like, "Look." And he basically tells him to drop dead. So that's when um, his Avengers show up, and it. I don't know who these two are, but it's got you know, it's got War well, Machine. It's. Fist. Oh okay. They all got suits of Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. So, so is this uh, War, Machine. War Machine? No, is this is it X twenty three? She's got an X on her belt. I don't know who it is, but I mean it's Captain Marvel, She Hulk, War Machine, Iron Fist, and someone in a with a V on her head. I don't know who it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, is that Black Widow? Um, it might be. Yeah, that's Black Widow. That's her symbol. Okay. They basically job the shit out of uh, out of Peter. I mean, while uh, Moreland shows up looking for Peter at his home where his kids and, and MJ are. Um, but as soon as they're about to take Peter in, uh, Captain America shows up. And he's there with um, his Avengers. His Avengers. Uh, it's Hawkeye, Luke Cage, uh, and Cloak. And Dagger. And Dagger. And... Um, Moreland uh, attacks the kids, and what happens is uh, they can't harm him at all, except for when he's feeding. So, uh, younger Ben um, he's the one allows him to out. allows him to feed on him, so that uh, Claire, I think, is the daughter's name, yep. is able to like stake him through the heart. But Ben ends up dying, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks pretty well, rough. Allegedly, uh, but. Um, Peter gets uh gets a suit from uh Stark Stark Industries. No, no, it's uh his old his He's old at one. Parker okay. Industries. Um and they beat the, Tony's Avengers and Tony reveals he was just a hologram the whole time, but um you know, it ends with with uh, a talk between Cap and uh and Peter and they're like, you know, we're both old men, but we need to do what old men do, and that's leaving the world a, a a better place before we go. So this was very good. My biggest complaint, though, is that there were so many pages where, because I read this at work, and typically when I read comics at work, when something comes up work-related, I will try to finish the page and then come back to it later. There's so many pages that I think someone is done talking, and then the next page has a f- like another half a sentence that they have to finish. I think there's like six or seven in this book alone. Um it drove me fucking nuts because I'd come back and it's like at the top of a page I'm like okay well now I go to go back a page and fucking reread what this person was talking about why can't they be talking on the same page well they usually give it away because there's the dot 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 
so you know it's going to the next page. And I think your solution would be at work. I think you should just psychically solve those problems at <laughs> work. Right. That way you You're can right. continue to read your or book. actually fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting the number of them in this one. So far we're at three, four. That was the point of the book. Five. flashing to the next scene yeah, you're with the other person. Yeah, you see that there are two different stories going on. <laughs> We have five of them. I think it's. I think we only had five. Still, it was very. It, it, it seemed as though I would. I hit every single one of them every time I had to go address something at work, and I'm trying to fucking read comic books and play RuneScape, and I can't do it. Yeah, I guess you. You really don't have anyone looking at what you're doing because you're the looker. Yes. Well, did you miss the one the here watch- where it says Avengers dot dot dot? Well, obviously dot, that dot, one dot, was assemble. coming up. I wouldn't be like, oh, why did you just say Avengers? Well, got to go fix this computer. <laughs> Don't you just TeamViewer in to see what's wrong with it? We use different software than TeamViewer. But yes. All right. Any more Marvel? You got any more Marvel? Nope. All right. Uncanny X-Men. 22, the last issue before... This is the last issue, Boogaloo, right? Last issue. Well, uh, before we do that, should do Age of X-Men Omega, because it kind of leads into Uncanny. I did not read it, because I'm going to read all of them at once. And Well, I read it because it's kind of a summary, so... Uh, basically, what's happening is uh, the people in the X-Men universe... It's explained it's not an alternate reality, it's a whole new universe in the multiverse uh, but all the non-mutants that were pulled over there are actually a piece of X-Man himself they're a manifestation of him, okay. of him so he can feel and kind of monitor everything well the X-Men are finally starting to realize that um, they're getting memories back and they're like listen we need stuff and he's like I created this for all of you it's the perfect world where you know mutants can live peacefully and he starts picking them out one by one. He's like, listen, he's like, Nightcrawler, you're never going to be able to be, you know, this big star that you're meant to be because you're a mutant. And he goes through it, and finally they have to make the decision, okay, if we go back, we destroy this universe and all the people on it. Uh, but they decide, hey, we need to go back because they can see into the other universe where the X-Men are. Being- and Danny's on both sides, right? Well, yeah, Danny's on both sides. And X-Men's like, how in the fuck are you doing this? She's, she's like, well, I was a part of you, so I can I can seek into this. And she's like, we need help on the other side. So uh, they decide to go back, and that's where they lead into Uncanny X-Men 22. It's a good wrap-up to kind of figure out. It kind of goes through everyone all at once. Like, oh, okay, I kind of see where everything is. Right, goes. so you don't have to read any of the other miniseries that I nope. dutifully bought because I agreed to. And then that leads into... Well, that's how it always works. Yeah. They have like five minis, and then they have the wrap-up issue. Jesus Christ, dude. You weren't kidding about that Domino's. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, I experienced it. It's not a good thing. You should not suggest Domino's to that I, one again. Hey, I, I have to learn the hard way, I guess. <laughs> You're going to learn. <laughs> You're going to learn. You boy. are going to learn. He has a very, <laughs> he has a very uh, you know, sensitive uh, stomach. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Doesn't need to bother him enough to stop. <laughs> Go ahead. So anyway, we kicked this off with 
Scott feeding squirrels and pigeons in the park because nobody realizes that mutants exist anymore. Yeah, and he has no purpose in life. And he has no, yeah. Like, he's a fighter, and he gets this speech from Danny. Is it that bad? No. What the fuck is Scott doing? Feeding squirrels and pigeons. He has nothing to do, so he goes and feeds the birds. his whole life has been this one ongoing war. Come on. And now the war's over, and he realizes everyone that... We got him back, and he was tolerable, and now he's just a sad sack. Well, he realizes that everyone he truly loves in the world is, is gone. So um, he, the war is over, but at what cost? Right. And Danny gives him the speech about, you know, the difference, like the difference between Scott and her is she looks at him as people and he looks at him as soldiers because uh, the friends that she lost. Uh, then Alex kicks in and he's a little bit more sympathetic to his brother, I guess. Um, but he fires off a, uh, a beam dish to prove the point that nobody realizes there's mutants. They don't see the differences. They don't see them. So it's kind of like Emma's plan worked until, um, the general comes back Yeah, and his, uh, dampening helmet. He now knows that they're real. Right. And they're like, we need to take him down. Otherwise this was all for not. And he has. Warlocks, he has Warlock Sentinels with that. him. Um, Warlock, the the Warlock that uh, fused with one of the Jamie dupes is... Warlocks. Yeah. Yep. Um, he, he's trying to talk to him, he's like, listen, we're the same. And- yeah, and they're just not buying it. Um, Scott comes up with a plan, like you said, to take out the general, and Wolverine's like, I'm kind of pinned down here. As soon as we leave, we're going to get mowed out. And Jamie Madrox steps up, dupes himself a bunch of times, and they rush the middle, allowing Wolverine to pretty much take out the general. And then the art suddenly changes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, at that by that point, uh, all the other X-Men come back. Well, they're still getting attacked by, by the Sentinels. And that's when Storm shows up, like... A, they just pop up out of nowhere. I guess that's where Danny went to get them. And totally kick the Sentinel's yep. ass and everything's good and right with the world. But they're like, we still lost all these people. You know, Jamie's gone and all that. And Danny says, but I can sense they're still out there somewhere the same way I could sense that yous were out there somewhere. And uh, Emma then lists the... Uh, the psychic hold on the it was earth. it was well it, they, that, they all made a decision that they want to be seen and yep. not hidden yep because being because is what they are because be, because yeah because the war still needs to be fought um i was really on board with this up until this fucking scene and it was just all right. i don't it's perfect. like they had to tie it up somehow i guess i mean that's I the guess. best they could do um, but next issue we start the, there is no next issue. Well, next, next X book will be house and powers. Yep. Next week is house of X. That's it. And it is powers of 10 house of X. Yes. Yes. We, we've discussed this many times. Okay. Yes. Is that it for Marvel? Yes. Um, 
Marvel Spider-Man City at War number five. It follows along with the game. If you haven't seen Dead the Game, uh, you read this right, Dave, and you enjoyed it? No, I read Life Story and enjoyed it. Oh, I thought you said you read this one. Nope. Um, so, they figure out that Osborne's behind this whole Devil's Breath thing, and he's the reason that, um, that Martin Lee turned into a negative man because he experimented on him when he was younger, um, and Peter's kind of knocked down by the Sinister Six in this book, and, uh... Doc Ock is basically full-blown bad at this point. He's like, there's going to be no uh, cure because I don't have the only antidote and I'm going to destroy it. And all these people are falling ill and May collapses at the end. And there's one more issue. Again, it follows right along. It's literally the comic version of the game. So, again, if you don't play games and want to know the story, it's a great story, but again, it's similar to uh, the Long Night uh, adaptation. Right. I, I listened to the long night, so I knew exactly what was happening. So it kind of took some of the buzz out of it. But that's all I have for Marvel. All right. Are we on to DC? Yep. Okay. Let's start with Batman 75, City O'Bane. We find out uh, which Batman got out of the pit first. Is that what you think? That's what happened. Does everybody else agree? I think that's how it went down. I don't know. Um, does so it, does it matter? It's this. I mean, this is. I don't know. Is it felt like an Elseworld? They both story. got out of the pit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a matter of who got out first. Well, is it? Does it yeah. matter though? Yeah. It clearly I mean, had, it clearly if had if we're into this, this is a whole city of Bane thing. It feels like an Elseworld well, story. Well, it's definitely a time jump. So Batman was no longer there in Gotham. And the U.S. doesn't care about Gotham. They they basically view it as it is a fucking. So they're doing no man's land yeah. with it again. That's basically. exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's. I mean, there you go. That's the summary of the story. But Bane. Bane Pretty much, has, yeah. Um, psycho is a psycho pirate, or he's had psycho pirate, but he yeah. also has um, what is her name? Um, Gotham girl. Gotham girl. Yeah, but I can't well, remember what her, her first Blair's appearance as Blair, Robin. That's what I wanted to say, but I, that's. I thought it was wrong because that, that really was inspired to me too. That, that's what they're saying. I know what that's. What yeah, because this but... one got silly too. Yeah, there were so many silly books this week. Wait, this is supposed to be a first appearance? Oh, that's uh, a first uh, girl, girl as Gotham Robin. Girl as Robin. Mm-hmm. So what Bane's you doing is all the criminals are going under uh, Psycho Pirate's spell, and he's basically ruling with an iron fist. I mean, he has the Riddler and Joker as detectives hugo strange as uh commissioner as the commissioner yeah so of course batman is batman and alfred's still there and thomas but he's being well but uh it's it's uh ventriloquist is his butler butler, but alfred's still there there, but alfred's like i know what's going on and yeah yeah. he's like well it's it's almost like he's leading the resistance the villains that didn't fall under well, Bane's two faces, toe. Yeah, two faces leading the resistance. That's who they're looking for because right. they have a murder. But they—they're they, all like he's. Apparently, they know that Thomas Wayne has uh, Alfred, because it's referenced when they sit down to dinner that he's surprised they didn't come for him yet. Yeah, 
Yeah, and Alfred's like, it doesn't matter because they're Bruce is gonna come back, and he, he's like, no, I finally broke him. And of course, the side story is uh, Bruce is found and he is saved by Catwoman. Yeah. I, I, I'm in. I'm in on this. Uh, yeah. This is this is. I I liked it. I'm still wondering if this is going to be some sort of dream state thing, waking up, and when we get to the finale on on ten issues, this is all running yep. ten issues. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tom King announced this week that City of Bane is going to run for his last ten right. issues. Is this still bi-weekly or is this yes, going this monthly? Yeah. I liked uh, the Mitch Garrett's cameo when he's drawing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I feel like there's they made sure to separate it from Year of the Villain stuff though. Even though this is a perfect Year of the Villain story, I mean, this, well, it's they, all the villains take over. Lex, I thought this Lex was approaches Year. Approaches Bane uh, is like, hey, you want to be part of the Legion of Doom? And, and Bane's, Bane's just like, like no. go fuck yourself. So, yeah. well, he, he basically tells him, listen. He goes, Lex tells him, as long as you have them under control, the the U.S. government's gonna eventually just accept you because you're the first one to ever truly get that city under control because the crime in the city isn't happening anymore because it's because the yeah the criminals are running but the cr- law but crime is not allowed so but i like how firebug was a uh, fireman the, fire, the fireman. fireman but what i like about it is um the the commissioner um he goes straight and he's like, listen, if you kill kill the guy, I want the paperwork on my desk by the end of the week, not a couple weeks from now. So if they have the right to kill, they just need to make sure they have the right paperwork filled out. I love that. It's kind of like Judge Dredd. Yeah, very similar to Judge Dredd. So, is that it for that one? Yeah. Yeah. That, Do you want more? It was a setup for the whole. Yeah, yeah this is, this is the beginning. Bu- kind of world building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to a certain extent. Uh, Nightwing 62. This was excellent. This was really good. Uh, Jurgens is doing an amazing yeah. work on this. Now is it still Rick? Yeah. It's still Rick, Um, but he's... He, he's kind of accepting what he was. So right. He, he lost he's... all his memories. The last memory he actually has... That is his is parents his, dying. Is his parents dying, so he doesn't remember any of that stuff, but he knows all about it, and he finally tells uh, B about it. That, hey, I was, you know, I was a Nightwing, I was a Robin, and all this, and there's, um... Drones. Drones monitoring them, and we find out that it's Talon, um, doing it. And, and he's, he's being talked to by Lex, too, by, setting by Lex, up. And Lex is like, Lex is like, he, he no longer has that influence from Batman anymore, right. so he can... He be turned be, into what you had he, wanted him to be. He can be part of Doom now, and he can, you know, fulfill his role as your great grandson. So, right. Uh, this was good. Uh, really good. Uh, yeah, uh, Jurgens is doing a good run on this. Uh, I'll be interested to see where it goes, because I feel like at some point, you know, at some point, I think they have to bring him back as Dick. Yeah. But right now, I mean, they're, I mean, they're going to because. Uh... Um, there was a a panel from Doom, the next Doomsday Clock that was shown Doesn't on Twitter today that has Nightwing. Doesn't matter it. anymore. It's still set in the future. How do you know it's not Sap? Huh? The detective from this one. That's pretty. No, it's Nightwing. definitely. I mean, 
I, I think I think it's they kind of laid seed work for it down now. It's like Speaking uh, of that book being delayed, I think Shazam number seven was delayed. So that's two Jeff Johns books that are now having delay issues. Yeah, yeah uh, Doomsday got Doomsday Cock got pushed back to September now. No. Yep. I, I don't think it got it got this year. I don't I now I that I saw that, that happen. Did I not say that like now that I saw ago. that I'm I that was the same thing I said when I saw they went to September with it. I'm like, fuck, they're not going to finish this book this year. I thought for sure we were going to get the last one in December. But I had said that we won't see the end of that till 2020. I mean. And at that point, is it it's a safe bet at that point? I think they're just. I think at this point, I think that played part of the ro- reason why they're ending King's Run early is I think they're going to try to reboot a lot of the series once Doomsday Clock wraps up. Because they, all the books will have a good run in there. Justice League, you figure, will probably be, what, probably in the near 40 when that wraps up at the end of the year. I don't know. So year we- of the Villain. How, <laughs> how long is Year of the Villain? Is it going to be an entire year? I don't know. But I think Flash is going to kind of end the same way. I think you'll get a new Flash, a Barry Allen Flash book. We're already getting a new Wally West Flash book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's kind of where they're going. It's going to be a full reboot of the DC line. All right, Justice League 28. Um... Talk about exposition. Yeah. We have... Uh, there's two things going on in this book. Death. Two things going on in this book this is... Martian Manhunter and Hawkgirl are looking for Lex Luthor. Um, and they find him. But Lex will only reveal himself if uh, John knocks uh, Hawkgirl out. Um, he opens a door to a dimension within dimensions or whatever the fuck. Um, and it's the old lab that he, he was previously captured on as a child when uh, Lionel Luthor was experimenting on him. Um... And it's where Lex basically gives him his whole plan. Meanwhile, the rest of the league is is they, they now have two of the brothers or two of the children of, of Perpetua. They have uh, the Monitor and they have the World Forger. So they go to uh, Quard, the antimatter universe, um, to look for him. And uh, they end up finding uh, the Legion of Doom instead, some of them. It's... Um, Sinestro and a couple of other ones, but they don't find the Anti-Monitor yet. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Shane, who again is the kind of time-displaced, impossible child of Martian Manhunter and Hawkgirl, is is talking to Starman, and um, Starman is like, "Don't worry, you and I are, are you know representations of of the impossibility and of of the universe and stuff." Uh, meanwhile, we basically get back to the exposition dump, which is uh, Lex wants to merge. He wants to finish what Lionel Luther wanted to merge with Martian Manhunter when he was a child, and failed to do it. So Lex manages to do it himself. Um, he perfects it, and he he basically absorbs Martian Manhunter, which kills Martian Manhunter. Um, I I do not like religious zealot Lex Luthor at all. Uh, his whole plan is that, um, again, the multiverse was created by Perpetua, but there is this uh, this order or this council that will check on creators like Perpetua 
to see the status of their multiverse to see if it's up to snuff. And Lex wants to help Perpetua rebel against this council of multiverse overseers. And, um... Yeah, he, he, wants to, he wants to help Perpetua. He wants to work under Perpetua, which I'm not buying. If anything, I feel like Lex would want to overthrow Perpetua. I mean, maybe that's what his plan is, but... Um, I don't know. I don't really like this Lex Luthor very much. Um, I'm kind of done with this whole Justice League run. I, it's... Yeah. Uh, which sucks, because I've been on it for 28 issues now. Yeah. I mean, I hope Marsh Manhunter isn't dead for long. He probably isn't, but... We just got him back, and yeah, it sucks to lose him right away. We just got him back, and now... So, it is what it is, I guess. Okay, any other DC? No, I didn't read. I, there were other ones I didn't get to. Them. Yeah, I, I didn't read. Oh, you didn't get to Collapser? I paged through it, and I, I liked the very last page where well, he ends up on Stonehenge is, and just says, uh, what in the actual fuck, but... Well, I guess that's where something's going to go on with it. I guess it's some DJ guy who works as a hospital um, is this guy, and then you get ending? a lot of young animals? Yeah. I don't think so. Why it's, is this the mature reader's... No, book? it is Gerard Way's line. That's what young animals is. Mature readers. It says it at the well, bottom of my cover. Yeah, it says mature readers. We have it's, DC Black Label for that, though. But young animal means it's under Gerard Way. That's his imprint, period. If I'm confused, how the fuck is anyone else supposed to fucking differentiate the two? It makes no sense. Young I man, hate this stupid young animals is just Young Animals is just right, Gerard that, Way. But it's whatever still, titles. That's why Doom, Doom Patrol's under that. Anything that's under this, the this Gerard Way. If this continues, it will fall under Black Label when they go to three labels. Simply because that's how they're going to differentiate the age. Right, them. yeah. The same so. way as um, all the horror stuff from Joe Hill is Black Label, but it's uh, whatever the hell they're calling his Hill House or Hill something. Hill House, yeah. Anyway, I didn't read this, so okay, yeah, it's uh, it's not that good. It's uh, probably not for us. On to indies. All right. Anybody read any indies? It's for <laughs> mature <laughs> readers. That's why. It's not for us. It's not for us. Assassination we're, number we're five, not. the final book. This is it. Who won? Um, Who, who's, who's left? Dave? Uh, Fuck. All of them are left except for Typhon dies. Oh. I don't think Chad Fingerman dies, does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but no, Smoke, I mean, Dave when we start, when we get into this, who's, who's there? Smoke would technically be the number one okay. at the end of this, uh, with Dave being number two and Fuck Tarkington number three. Uh, but it's it's the showdown with the original guy that hired them all, who again was the original number one. When the coalition of assassins decided to make him like the chairman of assassins, and he's like, "Well, if I'm chairman, I can't be on the list anymore." And that's the whole reason he did this. Apparently, people were like, "Oh, you did this for like a big power grab." Where he's like, he's like "No, I just want to be number one again, so I'm killing everyone." Yeah, and he's like, "If if I kill all of them, I'm not just gonna be number one. I'm gonna be the greatest in history." Yes. Um. So he fights back against the the old number two. Um, well, it's the person he beat out for number one. Yeah, originally. because he killed this the, the other the other number one's husband. Yeah, and he's like, wasn't it obvious? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, I missed. I was aiming for you. Yeah, he's like, why would you go after me? What did he do? He's like, cut. That's the funny thing. He's like, I never missed. He said, but I was aiming for you. But um, fuck talking in squares all with Taipan. Taipan completely fucking jobs the shit out of him uh, until uh, Taipan kind of leaves him for dead. 
he blows up the building Dave and fuck are in and then heads up to the roof with number one guy and number one guy just shoots him in the back of the head. Yep. Uh, Smoke and Chad Fingerman are fighting and she ends up killing Chad Fingerman and she ends up getting the revenge gun from the number one guy and is talking to the old number, the previous number one guy. Is like, does it matter if you shoot this guy in the head or d- for symbolism or does it just matter that I shoot him with the gun you wanted to shoot him with? And he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. So she just blasts him in the head and that's it. It's all resolved. But then uh, he wakes up in a hospital because he got, uh, the black guy wakes up in a hospital because he got shot a couple times. And um, they're like, you're new, you're now the number one again. But here's the thing: there's 20 more killers in the world, and he's like, well, yeah, there wasn't just, mess- just the top 20. The list just moves up. And the next page is then a reveal of many other assassins. So we're getting a second. Yeah, and second volumes coming at some port, at some point. But uh, some of the names are: there's the Four Horsemen, there's the Professor, there's Micah Flexstorm, the Lovers, Gloria Whipswitch, Jukes Malone, Frisco, Sydney Tunnel, and El Phantasma. Um, uh, hey, I'm all for reading more about Dave and fuck Tar- Tarkington, so... Sure. This was fun. It wasn't anything... Groundbreaking or yeah. anything like that, but it was, it was a fun read. All right. Uh, Gideon Falls, number 15. Yes. I'm back to being confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Yep. That's yeah. the whole point of this one. <laughs> yeah. Um... But it starts off with Father Fred is also confused. <laughs> well, he's on he's on a different he's in this the city version of Gideon Falls now. Right, right. But he doesn't know anything at this point because he went through. But then we have the the doctor, Zoo Zoo that's looking for Norton yet, and then you know he doesn't know. So I guess this is when. This is Fred's side when he gets when, he when they pass the each side. other. Then the next issue, I believe, we're going to get Norton's side, probably. But yeah, um, Father Fred. So he's uh, just kind of like nicest hobos ever. Yeah, or he's he, like, I know you. And she's like, he's like, I've never met you. He's like, No, we haven't met yet, but we will know each other. So she puts on the um, the mask, the mask, the medical mask. Yeah. But that's Norton's because that's yeah. what he wore. Well, all she the time. puts it on and she's able to start but finding when, things. That in the, the last world. issue, did she have it on? Yes. When yeah. we see her in the future, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, because they all did. They but all when she puts it on, she's able to find the the white collar thing that uh, Father Fred left behind. So she ends up finding him because of that. And uh, uh, we also get a glimpse into what kind of led the father to be kind of shuffled around in the order with the uh, black lady? Well, I'm assuming it's a parishioner. Right. Yeah. But he's supposed to find the bishop of this world, too. Right. So. Yeah, well, that's who he's looking for, but then he's getting these flashes, and then um, I guess Dr. Zhu also is... Um, she's finding clues. Yep, and then finally she asks him, what do you know about the black horn? Yeah. Um, I'm good. You know, we got a lot of explanation in the last couple issues. I'm good to be back to what the fuck is going on. Right. <laughs> I'm good with it. It's well written. Yeah, I ain't with it. Yeah, it's well written, well drawn. The Andreas Sorrentino yep. is yeah. fucking phenomenal. And I think, like I said, on the next issue, I believe we're going to be getting, um, it looks like we're going to get Norton's side yeah, because the covers are flipped. Yep. Yeah. Any other Andes? Yep. 
We finally got Turok 4. It's been a while since we've seen a Turok book. Yeah. 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 Is it Turok doing Turok things? Uh, Actually, it is in this one because we start off with Dinosaur Hunter Turok. Um, But he gets sucked through a portal. So, I mean, it's not bad. I'm enjoying it. Uh, We jump to... I don't think so. Why? Oh, I think he left. Home. Huh? Oh, you get home. Uh, oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we jumped to the young Torque that we saw at the beginning of the series, and he finds this glowing pyramid in the middle of the jungle that they're in. Uh, they're confronted by a guy with a golden mask. He's like, Turok, you must die. Takes out a few of the uh, Union soldiers, and... Uh, Turok's like, no, I won't let this stand. He ends up shooting this guy in the neck with a rifle. Guy flees into this pyramid. Uh, Turok follows him in, and then the guy's like, it's too late. You were supposed to die. You were fated to die. Um, and there's like a glowing orb, like one of those am- amorphous. Yeah. I know what I want to say. I just can't get it out. Amorphous blob. I still didn't say it right. You try as many times as you want. Jimmy's not here. Yeah, I know. He can't hurt um, you, Dave. Turok reaches up to it, and he's like, the, the, his brother had followed him. He's like, we need to get out of here. He's like, no, no, they're coming. And we see about, I don't know, 10 different versions of Turok come through this portal into this pyramid. And that's where we leave off. Uh, everybody's saying, I'm Turok. Um, Council of Turoks. Yeah, uh... I'm thinking it's a nice new spin on on, on the the dinosaur hunter stuff. All right, uh, Vampirella number one, um, written by Christopher Priest. Uh, this was dog shit. This was horrible. Really? Yes. Uh, I don't know if because people were kind of building this up. I don't know if Vampirella the covers. Yes, I'll buy it for the cover. Well, did you ever buy a Vampirella book for the story? Look, it's either the story is horrendous, which it is, or Vampirella is too deep for me and I couldn't get it, which <laughs> I doubt it's that. Uh, I couldn't really tell you what even happened in this. Um, Vampirella is talking to like a shrink. And the shrink is trying to tell her that vampires are, he says, vampires are the new Negroes. And what? she apparently survived a plane crash. And uh, she was fighting a guy on the plane named Von Christ, who is a guy that made a deal with the, with the devil to become immortal, but he still it decomposes like he's dead. Um, and his name's Von Christ. He's German, so it's K R E I S T. Christ. Whatever. Um, oh man! So they fight, crash the plane. No, uh, everybody dies on board except for Vampirella and uh, Von Christ, and she has to get psychologically analyzed by this guy because she's the sole survivor or whatever. Um, and then her mom shows up at the end. This was this was so fucking bad. What the fuck did I expect? 
Um, yeah, I don't know what you were expecting reading that. So, but uh, there were 88, 88-something covers. Sounds about right. Because they're all yeah. in the back here. Um, but, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll get it for the covers because the first three are uh, oh. Frank chose the regular cover. Next week or next one is Art Germ, and then then the following one is J. Scott Campbell. So I think there was also uh, uh, the B cover was um, Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Yep. And then I think I think I might even have a cover in here. So many fucking people did one. So you you might. <laughs> it's, it's that, that one right Young, there. So the bl- the blank one. one. There was not a Scotty Young Vampirella cover, uh, or there were eyes. Yes, I would have had several copies in your box. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, do not read this. It wasn't good. I'm not even a like I kind of expected it to be bad because I'm not a huge fan of Christopher Priest after his now, uh, what they Justice did League stuff. Uh, this week is they came out with a replica edition of Vampirella One, the Warren magazine, and black and white magazine size with all the original ads, like the facsimiles and and stuff. Which this week was also a giant size X Men facsimile. Again, I don't think anyone should buy Vampirella and expect it to be fucking riveting storytelling so like i, I said does what? anybody buy vampirella so, for the cover yes yes yeah, yeah they they yes i know what, what i wanted buy. to say stop oh it. man you got to go back and listen to his review of turok because he uh there's a word that he had to do a couple of times and, and if you, you just were here if happen. you were here to listen to it he would have he wouldn't have been able to finish that book well i have one of my sites well, at least he got through one of them. All right. Anything else? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Faithless number four. You're still reading this? Yeah. I think I have to see this through. It's like a train wreck. You can't look away. Best issue of the series so far. That doesn't mean it's anything. Stuff happened. <laughs> we finally have some things happening. Um, so she's telling the story of hooking up with her new girlfriend's dad. She's like, yeah, I seen what's her face laying there, and yep, he he held, he held her back and, and he's like, just and, go with it. And she's like, I did, and, and her she male goes, roommate's like, well, what, what, how what was it? Fuck? And she goes, I liked it. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, people grieve differently. Differently. He's like, you're all kind of, you're just getting fucked up nonstop. He's like, yeah, the, I mean, the one roommate technically, he's you. <laughs> that's all he's doing is drinking <laughs> yeah but if i can be productive and do that. oh yeah well yeah he's not being that's productive. called a functioning alcoholic still functioning yeah um so then she ends up going to what what we think is going to be like either a tv show or or a movie or a photo shoot of some type yeah. which it is a photo shoot and then they start interviewing her, and they really dollar up. Yep. And they interview her, and then they start asking questions horrible and sh- questions. Hor- horrible things. And then, she, yeah. And then she starts crying, and then this becomes the art from yeah, that so guy. He sells basically TVs, and people buy subscriptions, and he does these, and the TVs are on the wall, and that will be the art for the month. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to be the next artist and gives her a laptop to do all this. Meanwhile, the the drunken roommates like Well, she get while when when he gives her the 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 paint or the canvas, yeah. 
she gets a phone message from her other roommate saying, you know, SOS. And then they, she goes back to the apartment and the drunken roommates pretty much going, well, you said you, you agree, you fuck when you're sad. So he, he, he goes, he goes, Hey, let's, <laughs> we're not doing anything. Let's fuck. <laughs> he does. He pulls a Josh. So, like she literally she goes, no. And he's like, well, how about a beach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, about a beach. Yeah. So she leaves. So it's not normal. I don't. Uh, really so she leaves. She leaves, and then comes back in. Then so faith, you. faith comes back in and gives him a beach, and then horrible shit happens to him. Well, and he comes, and his cum becomes a it, giant it, cum monster, and kills him. Yes, and then oh, we man. find out that faith wasn't faith. It was the weird uh, the, dad. The, the, the dad dude. So stuff happened at least. So it was at least something was happening besides the first couple issues I, where we didn't have a lot. I it want, was it was a little better. I want to talk to Brian Azarello and be like, do you write anything that I will enjoy? Because I'm like, I didn't like his Joker run. I don't like this fucking shit. I'm like, I just don't think. Batman Dan wasn't good. Batman Dan wasn't good. Yeah, I just don't think I'm supposed to enjoy him. All righty. Any more independence? Sure. At all. Barry Shelley Monster Hunter number four. All right. How's that going? <laughs> I didn't get to Did it. Did you actually read that? Yeah. It. It's an interesting story. So, uh, it's a fallout from Adam the monster killing uh, Mary's. Uh, husband's ex and they're like what the fuck he's like I was just trying to protect you so Victoria tries to kill him and he escapes but she tells the whole crew like listen I killed him we're fine Uh, but Mary Shelley's husband keeps having visions of him and the staff at the mansion start disappearing and everyone's like that doesn't mean that the monster's still alive it just means that their fucking boss is losing it and was creating monsters in the fucking basement and they don't want to work for her anymore. But they're like, he does show up and steals uh, Imogen and it's like, okay, we need to go try to find her. They hypnotize Mary Shelley's husband and kind of go through his dreams. They find out that uh, Adam is keeping them at this old uh, college laboratory they get there, and all the staff's heads are decapitated, and I think that's where it leaves off. I'm not 100% sure. I'm trying to do that all from memory. It's not what I wanted. I, I thought it was... It's just not... That's six-issue book, or is six. that going to be ongoing? Um, well, no, it's not listed of a, as a mini, so I don't know how many it's going to go. Okay. All right. Any other independents this week? Transformers Ghostbusters number two. This is just a fun book. That's all it is. It's fun. Um, the only thing we really find out in this one, they let Starscream out of the ghost trap. Um, and he reveals to them that uh, before Cybertron was destroyed by Gozer, this being called the Traveler showed up, struck a deal with Megatron, Turned them all, all the surviving Decepticons into ghosts. It's all we find out, but there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of like 80s jokes. Just a fun book. Better than Transformers 9. 
which I have determined is just solely being written for me. Because <laughs> you're the only one reading it? Uh, probably. Did you get cards? I did not get cards this time. What? No. No, no cards nope. this time around. Was that only that one time you got cards? No, two, two times. Two Twice. times. Yeah. So so apparently they boosted the sales with the cards enough to that they don't have to give them out with the third, <laughs> third issue. Is that it? Little Bird number five. Is it? This is it, this right? This is the conclusion. Okay. Anyone else read it? No. Nope. I couldn't I stay on. It was too much. I don't much. care. Yeah. Oh, you think it was too much. <laughs> it gets more. So it picks up with them planning the last attack on the new Vatican and the bishops uh, at a grave, who, which you're supposed to assume it's little birds says, you know, mourning a child and all this. And that's revealed. He's like, well, I don't know whose ashes it, they were. I'm like, well, they should be little birds. Oh no, no little bird is alive. It was the brother that burned. I don't fucking know how we watched little bird burn, but she's alive. She's helping lead the resistance. They kill. They pretty much wipe out the Vatican City, and she's kind of building a life for herself up in Canada. Her dad finds her again, and he's like, I, "Listen, you killed my only, you know, my son, my only son." And she's like, "Well, I want to enjoy life a little more before this." And all of his, uh, all of his disciples turn on him, and you find out that the mother. Uh, the head of the church is there and she's floating in an orb and she's like listen I just want this to end you know you can keep Canada I agree that's a sovereign state we'll leave you alone and the little bird's like oh that's cool and then just blows her up and then there's a lot of exposition it was fucking weird like I was so fucked that up that whole like, book's been fucking weird it did, so we still don't know what the hell's going on with all the tentacle bullshit nope, that's going on never okay. explained that, all right. I think that's all I have. That is all I have. All right. Anybody have anything else? Um, another one uh, of note that came out this week was George Takei's They Call Us Enemy, which is kind of done in a manga style about, uh, you know, life story stuff. It's a lot about the internment camp. Um, so does it bother anyone? I'm going to check this. I'm going to read this. I read it. anyone else that the whole Me Too movement, like, there was graphic things like multiple people coming out that he like raped them when they were like 17, 18 and he got no blowback for it. George Takai. Yeah. Like there was multiple people came out. I don't that. remember seeing anything. I don't see yeah. anything. I don't remember seeing anything about George. Well, that, that's what I mean. It was just like brushed under the rug. Like it never happened, hmm. but everyone else like Louis CK jerked off in front of people that like were knowingly going to hook up with him. And his career is ruined. So, what the... I don't know. I just find it weird. Yeah, but that same thing happened to Pee Wee Herman, too. His career was ruined forever, too. Well, he was jerking off in a movie theater. Yeah. Again, but an adult movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> where... Where you should be jerking That's off. where you were supposed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't read the Jimmy Olsen book at all, did you? Who asked about that? No, I don't I think any of us did. None okay. of us actually I started it... it I, I I didn't care. I was going to read it while we were reading other books, but there was too many words. There were a lot of words, but I I started not really caring. Something about getting into the Luther dynasty and the Olsen dynasty and who was originally the the big shits of fucking Metropolis and uh, who fucking cares. I agree. Anyway, media. 
All right, so there's a little Comic Con thing going on. A little bit. So what? So um, oh, the, the, the it trailer dropped. Anybody else see it? No, there are a bunch of trailers that dropped. Yeah. yeah. Um, DC announced uh, future uh, titles out of the Dark Multiverse. So they're going to redo a lot of their big events, such as Infinite Crisis, Blackest Night, the Judas Contract, and along with them, they're going to do the one dollar reprints of all those as well. But they're going to be a, 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 not a, a complete, the same story. They're going to be a different version. Set in the Dark Multiverse. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah. I think the whole Dark Multiverse would have been like a perfect fit for like like a Second Coming's kind of story. It's yeah. like it's like they're, it's like an Elseworlds that's in canon sort of stuff. It's like shitty stories that wouldn't fit into canon, so we're just going to make it a Dark Multiverse that then dies immediately afterwards sort of thing. Uh, Marvel announced another uh, non-scripted series for uh, their streaming platform called Mar- Marvel's Storyboards, which will follow uh, Joe Quesada. Uh, that was his big announcement that he's going to be this. It's a 12-episode uh, s- series that kind of shows the behind-the-scenes at Marvel and how comics go from you know idea to being made. So that would be a pretty cool Yeah, uh, I w- that would be a show I'd like to watch. Uh, Taki Watiti is officially signed on for Thor 4. So Thor 4 will be the first um, Marvel property to get four, uh, get three Th- sequels. Well, three sequels, yep. yeah. Which, well, um, I mean, Avengers? Solo series. Okay. Yeah. Um... Season 7 next year of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be the last. That was announced this week. I thought it was going to be this season. No. The, <laughs> this was always supposed to be a bridge I season. think I'm caught up. I think I'm caught up. I, 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 I'm so far behind it's not even funny. I need to stream last week's because... I think I, I just watched last week's. So. Uh, or two weeks. Yeah. No, last week's because... Yeah. No, it was two weeks ago when all the earthquakes were going on in California because I recorded on the California ABC. Okay. And I watched like the first ten minutes of it, and then I got <laughs> fifty minutes. No, I got fifty minutes of breaking news on oh. earthquake. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer dropped. Oh my god! It, it looks, looks great. Fucking phenomenal. Looks great. Yeah, uh, his panel will be Saturday night uh, at Hall H. He closes Saturday night at Hall H. Yeah. I think that's. I thought he was going to show the trailer there. Nope. Maybe he's going to show the trailer. I think he's going to show the trailer there and probably a scene because that's yep. what he's been doing. Um, Top Gun Maverick trailer. Yeah, dropped. that dropped too. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I wasn't as big on Top Gun as a lot of people were. Uh, I thought it was just a cheap Star Wars knockoff that you know wasn't in space. Uh, the final. Uh, issue of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen of the original run is officially coming out and Alan Moore confirmed that that is in fact going to be his last comic he ever works on. Hmm. So, um, talk about said before though? Talk about being late. (laughs) (laughs) You thought Doomsday Doomsday Clock Clock was was late. (laughs) But again, I mean, that's, you know, it was always thought that with that never, you know, coming that out, you know, more do some other work, but he has confirmed that. Uh, Lucasfilm is in negotiations with Dave Batista to play Darth Bane 
in a Star Wars live action show. And I could it, see it. Huh? I could see it. Oh, I'd, I'd love it. Darth Bane's one of my favorite characters from the old extended the, universe. The, that That's Old Republic, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Brandon Ruth's going to be Superman in the, in the Arrowverse crossover. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep, he's going to play his version of Superman in the Infinite Crisis. Are they still doing Legends? Well, I guess well, yeah. the event is going to be... Uh, there's going to be many Supermen. Yeah. We're just not going to get the Tom Welling one, I guess. Okay. Well, apparently he's at Comic-Con and is going to be sitting on a DC panel, so I think they're going to announce that this weekend. Maybe. But are but is Legends of Tomorrow still on? Yes. Is that yeah, still no, show? Okay. Season. Uh, the only one that's confirmed ending is uh, Arrow after next season. It's going to its last episode is going to be its Infinite Crisis episode. I think it's only 8 or 10 episodes next season. Okay. Um Tom King announced that uh he's going to start the script for the New Gods movie after he returns from Comic-Con. So that's his next big project, I guess. He kind of has all of his City of Bane stuff done. He has the Bat Bat Cat story kind of storyboarded, so uh, he's going to start the script for the movie. So, is it an animated movie? Uh, I don't think they announced. I think it's going to be live action, most likely. I hope not. Uh, Titans. Uh, we said this on the before we start, but Titans had production shut down today as a crew member died. Um, Are there any details around the death, or is just... I didn't. I didn't look it up. But Some sort of stunt went wrong. Oh, another stunt person? Most likely. Or I, I th- yeah, I don't know if it was said they were a stunt person yeah. or not, but... I mean, it distort- the story literally broke like when we got here, so... I'm sure more news will be coming out about that, but... I believe that's all I have for New Gear this week. Anything under he did? Besides nah. the uh, guy from the Titans crew? Uh, I don't know. Peaky Blinders? What the hell's that? It's a, uh, Netflix it's a Netflix show. Series. Oh, okay. Evidently, Carl Shields is dead at 47. Um, Johnny Clegg was an anti-apartheid uh, musician. Um, he died at 66. Oh, and uh, Mary Mar- Lou Marvel has the- their pick for um, him. It's uh, They want the uh, actor from... He played in uh, Stranger Things. He was the uh, older brother that drove the... The guy with the white hair on the, from Six or whatever it is. No. Uh, uh, what is his fucking he, name? He, he was in the new Power Rangers reboot. Uh, I don't see that either. Yeah, he, Stranger Things, he was kind of the... He only came in the uh, second season. He drove the Corvette around. Is that the one you're talking no, about? No, he drove the, uh, the Camaro. Oh, yeah. The so Corvette did they Camaro. say when him showing up? They, they did. Actually, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I think like if they dye his hair a little bit blonder. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. but think about it. If they're doing a Thor four, and he's with the Guardians, <laughs> as he are as Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they're fine. It does I, work. I think I, I'm thinking it's going to be whichever is made first, where whether it's Thor or the next Guardians movie. I think that's where he's going to show up. All right. Um, anything else uh, major announced yet that maybe we didn't? Um, it's not. I don't. I guess did they have the wa- did they have the Walking Dead panel I today? 
I don't know. But uh, does anyone care? It it, it, nope. it it's been well. The speculation is it's because he ended the book that right. they're that season ten is going to be the last season of Walking Dead too. Um, she could fly. It's supposed to be announced by AMC that they will be releasing the TV show. Why? I don't know. Because I mean, because I'm they can't. It makes the sense. Fuck they make a TV show out because of that. all of it. All of it's in her head, yeah. But um, I could I could see them doing that because the uh, that the writer is from uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, did that pull it out of there? Yeah. yeah. Here, here, I can put that back. Well, it's over, so. <laughs> if so. Dave doesn't want to speak his name into the mic, I really don't give a fuck at this point. <laughs> you did better, though. I, I think you were conscious Overall, of it. Overall, yeah. it was better, yeah. It was better. And I just wanted to point out when you were doing the thing in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. But that's when you that will knew, never be edited out. But that's how you would know when you were doing it. If I tell you afterwards, hey, you did this, then you're not going to know exactly what you're doing. It was a learning experience. You call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> We'll, we'll make a it podcast. It was a chance to make a Look, dick out of Dave is what it fucking was. We'll make a podcast. No, not at all. We're trying to make you a better podcaster, so we have to try harder to make a dick out of you. Nah. Do you need a psychic rub? Josh will do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I guess that's it. So my, my question with that. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Did, that's not it. Did she... Did she watch Demolition Man for like the first time in her life before all that? Like, well, this is how they do it in the future. There's a Taco Bell down the street. Yeah, I had to show her the the three, three shells. shells. How do you shells. use the three shells? Nice, nice. All right, I'm the maestro. I'm Dave Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Psychic Rub Josh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Be good to each other.